In the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Be seated. Will it freak you out too much if I, if I preach from right here? Is that all right with you? It just feels, you feel far away from me. And so uh, with, this, uh, with this passage, I just particularly comforting, wonderful passage, uh, I thought maybe I would just be with you uh, right here uh, in the aisle. I don't know if you have noticed, but busy is the new fine. Busy is the new fine. When you ask somebody how they're doing, they don't say fine anymore. They say busy. Four out of five times, I, I would say. Um, and it's kind of a badge of honor, right? It's, it's, um, it's a matter of pride that I am running around like a crazy person with my head on a swivel. I'm double booked. You know, I've got just way more than I can handle because, you know, that, me, that says something about me. It says I'm worth something, right? It says I'm in demand, that I am able, that I am productive, that I'm busy. It used to be that if you told somebody, I'm busy, you were putting them off. Now you're bragging, right? Now you're bragging. If you ask someone uh, how they are and they say, I'm fine, you might give them a little, hmm. At least I do. Or someone's done that to me. And, you know, that's not just for working people or, or people, families with young children. I can't tell you how many times I've asked someone who was newly retired how their new retirement was going. And I, I mean, I've heard so many times something that sounded like, you know, I just don't know how I ever had time to work. Can you relate to that? Um, and the irony is, though, isn't it, that the busyness has not produced happiness. We have not gotten the happiness that we thought that busyness promised. Instead, we are, as a culture, more emotionally disconnected, more depressed and medicated, uh, more uh, socially and politically divided, and we are absolutely bone-tired. Not like take a nap tired. Months and months tired. It's exhausting. And yet we keep going. Because that's all we know how to do, is to keep pushing and try harder. If you watched the news this week, inevitably, uh, you are exhausted. Whether you believe him, or you believe her, or you don't believe either one of them, or you're conflicted and you believe both of them, it's exhausting. I mean, these are important issues. For some, they are black and white. For some, they are incredibly complex. It's exhausting. I have personally been thinking a lot about uh, reconciliation and forgiveness, what that looks like, how to interpret these, uh, these times, and particularly this event with Dr. Ford and Dr. Kavanaugh. How does the, how does the church weigh in on forgiveness? And I have to say that that thought is exhausting in some sense. Think about social media and the images we project. I mean, nobody's putting up their dirty laundry on social media, right? We're putting up a squeaky clean image, the image we project, the reputations we are protecting, the number of friends and the likes that we keep and we keep up with and compare with the other uh, likes that our friends are getting, and the energy it takes to be mad at the opinions of others who aren't really our friends, but nevertheless, their opinions are plastered all over our social media. That is exhausting. 
and just put, overlay all that onto our regular jobs and our families and our extended families and our uh, soccer practice and piano practice and doctor's appointments and what about finding time to exercise and binge watch our favorite things on Netflix? It's exhausting. It's exhausting. You know, at 10.30 today, people are going to bring their pets for a blessing. Maybe that's why you came to the 8 o'clock service. I don't know. But I just have been thinking, like, our, it's good to bless our pets, but we're the ones who need that blessing, right? We, are the, we need that blessing. And so how perfect that this gospel passage comes uh, this morning. It contains, I think, some of the most comforting words that Jesus says throughout his, all of Scripture. Come to me, all you who are weary and who are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And Jesus has not come to be the great moral policeman uh, in the sky. He's not come to whip us into shape or to even to make sure that we're busy. He has come to give us rest. Now you might rightly ask, well, what does that mean? I have a friend who once uh, really um, defined himself by his success. In fact, I have a lot of friends who define themselves by success, and I often do myself. And I'm thinking of one uh, in particular. This is a friend who graduated from an uh, elite top-tier university in three years and went on to finish a uh, master's in education in his fourth year. Um, he had been um, a champion swimmer in high school. He was president of his senior class. He was involved in all sorts of clubs uh, in college. Uh, after graduating with honors, uh, with a master's degree, uh, all, uh, he took a job teaching in the toughest inner city school he could find in Charlotte to prove that he could be one of those uh, inspiring turnaround teachers that they make movies about. And uh, his nervous breakdown started when... Um, uh, when he experienced short-term memory loss. And yet he kept pushing through. And then he literally lost the ability to speak. His brain was just, just couldn't function anymore. And so when you can't speak, you really can't teach. That's, that's sort of prohibitive. And, um, and so he had to quit his job in failure. And after a while, he went to see his pastor and his pastor uh, told him, you don't understand the gospel. You would think that he would give him more practical advice than something theological like that, but he said, you don't understand the gospel. Uh, the gospel is not try harder. I've given you all these gifts, and so you better achieve and do something with it. That's not the gospel. The gospel... The pastor told my friend, the gospel is rest. The gospel is rest. He went on to say, because Jesus has done it all, 
Jesus is your worth. And Jesus is your rest. So what this pastor was pointing out to my friend is that, uh, is that my friend's identity, his sense of self, was completely caught up in what he had achieved. He was what he had done. And so when he failed, he tried to achieve, but he failed, he completely lost a sense of who he was. But, because Christ died for his sins, his mistakes, his failures, his mistaken identity, and because Christ stepped out of the tomb on that first Easter morning to offer him true and eternal life, his identity was to be found not in what he had accomplished, but what had been achieved for him by Jesus Christ. That Jesus had achieved reconciliation with the Father. And that now, the gospel says, the good news is not command to try harder, but news, the proclamation, you are in Christ. He has done it all. From the cross, Jesus cried out, it is finished. So my friend found that Jesus came to give inexhaustible grace to an exhausted world. And he found that Jesus was his rest. Now, it wouldn't be fair to say that it just immediately turned around for my friend. It was a process. Learning, unlearning and relearning. Uh, it's not fair to say that his life was easy after that, because it certainly wasn't. As if to say that now you got your theology right, your life is not going to have hardships. Of course it was. But it is fair to say that this was the beginning of a new life for him. A life of trusting Jesus to bear the burdens day in and day out. To offer forgiveness, to offer mercy, and to be his source of worth. So where are you this morning? What is your um, burden? What is weighing on your heart? Where are you exhausted? Is it perhaps guilt or shame from some past transgression? Is it some, the fear of some task that lies ahead? Is it the overwhelm of the daily routine? Is it just some relationship that won't seem to get right? Here again, Jesus' words to you. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Amen.